Few jobs carry as many dangers as mining, even after decades of steady improvement in mine safety. One persistent human phenomenon that's hard to fix is miners' own reluctance to adopt safety technologies. A little behavioral science can help. Now, Emily Haas has a really long title. She's Senior Research Behavioral Scientist in the Pittsburgh Mining Research Division at the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health, which is part of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. She's also a finalist in this year's Service to America Medals program, and Emily Haas joins me now. Ms. Haas, could have you on. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And your work concerns behavioral science in the mines. How does that apply? So really, we have a variety of different projects within the Pittsburgh Mining Research Division, and there are so many health and safety issues that exist in the mining industry, and really the behavioral research can apply to any part of that. And within the current SAMI's nomination, that focused on areas related to dust exposure and dust control, as well as the overall safety culture within the mining environment. My understanding from reading some of the uh, information is that there might be safety gear or safety procedures that would help miners, but for some reason, tradition or culture or whatever may be easier to work. They simply don't always adopt them. Is that part of the work? Well, part of it is that there are a lot of new health and safety technologies that are continually improved or developed, and a lot of it comes down to how those technologies are really implemented within each mine and, you know, the process that an organization or management takes to really implement and introduce that technology. So a lot of our research has focused on how can we better communicate the benefits of our health and safety technologies to the workers, as well as to the mine environment, to really encourage adoption. We have found a lot of gaps in just how some of the communication happens around the really the purpose of the technology and how it's being used. Well, give us an example. So with our helmet cam technology, which is the technology that was talked about within the SAMI's write-up. It is a NIOSH-developed technology, but was developed in collaboration with um, actually the mining stakeholders because they saw a need for it. And that technology is not used for compliance purposes, which is really important. So we're not monitoring a worker or an organization for if they're compliant with procedures. Again, we're all about proactive health and safety. So workers had the option to equip themselves with this technology where they were set up with a camera and then there was a a dust monitor that was clipped to that camera. And when we started recording, they were also sampling for their real-time respirable dust exposure. And what was really cool is that Workers would use this technology for a couple of hours, again, so it wasn't an end-of-shift compliance type of thing. And then we would download that data into another NIOSH-developed software, which would pair up the dust exposure to really what was going on 
uh, during the worker's task when exposure peaked. And then workers could see where their exposure sources were coming from, and managers could see that as well. And so it was very interesting because, you know, one, a lot of times workers want to do whatever they can to protect themselves but don't always know what to do or how much of an impact that could really have. And so they could see something as simple as wearing leather gloves during a certain task or walking around site to folding a bag collar a different way so dust isn't being emitted toward them, um, to just, you know, wearing additional protection or avoiding an area during a certain time would all be really helpful to them. And then from the organizational perspective, management would see if there was a new engineering control that was needed or if something needed to be repaired or they needed to replace certain equipment that was getting old and maybe not best protecting um, workers to the point that it could. So it it was really a win-win for workers and the organization to be for them to be able to to see some of this footage related to exposure sources. Sure. We're speaking with Emily Hosh. She's senior research behavioral scientist in the Pittsburgh Mining Research Division at the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health. She's also a finalist in this year's Service to America Medals program. As a federal psychologist, if you will, which probably doesn't have a lot of appeal to the average miner or even mine manager, what was your approach to working with the mines and the miners such that you could get these technologies installed and get the tests set up to do all of this work? So it was really important when we were doing this work to have really a team approach and have a collaborative group of people who, you know, all had different expertise, but we have the same end goal to be able to protect the workers on their job. And so for the helmet cam work specifically, I worked really closely with an engineer at NIOSH in Pittsburgh here. And so we kind of each had different areas of expertise that we would go in and and talk about and focus on with the workers. And from my perspective as a behavioral scientist, that word can always kind of scare people a little bit, um, whether you're, you know, in the mining industry or not. But really, when we went in, it was really important for us to provide the mind with the business case of really why we're here. You know, what are we going to do and what are you going to get out of this and what are we going to give back to you in a reasonable amount of time? And it was very important for us to be able to really share that information with the workforce too. So for them to come in and participate but then see what their exposure sources were or for the safety climate work that was also referenced in the SAMEs write-up to be able to go back and give workers the results of the surveys that they participated. And that was important because then they see change and they can actually hold their organization and management accountable for making improvements based on any weaknesses that were identified on site as well. And how did you come to this work? Do you come from a mining family? What gave you your, your interest in this particular highly specialized type of work? I do not come from a mining family and knew very little about mining before I came here when I was working on my graduate dissertation at Purdue University. I worked and did research in the area of motorcycle safety. And really, as I was 
finishing up my dissertation and writing publications in that area and giving presentations, there were people from NIOSH here in Pittsburgh who felt that a lot of what I was doing related to risk tolerance and motorcycle safety was similar to risk tolerance in the mining industry. And so I came on an interview here and was very impressed with the research projects that were going on and felt like I could contribute. And it's been really fun learning about the mining industry and how behavioral science and social science can really help solve some of the unique health and safety issues that are still going on within the industry and how we can just assist and make things better. Well, I'm not a miner, but I am a motorcyclist, so I thank you for your work. Emily Haas is Senior Research Behavioral Scientist in the Pittsburgh Mining Division of the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health, NIOSH, part of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, and she's a finalist in this year's Service to America Medals Program. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand and on your device. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Helping your employees learn new cloud skills helps your business become more agile, more resilient, and more secure. Not helping employees learn new cloud skills causes your business to become less agile, less resilient, less secure, less innovative, less profitable, and, well, ultimately less of a business. Don't become less of a business. Try Pluralsight and get your employees everything they need to learn new cloud skills. Learn more at Pluralsight.com vision. It's a well-known fact that good sleep leads to a happier life. Okay, maybe that's not a fact fact, but... Don't you just feel amazing after a great night's sleep? Like the first night back in your own bed after traveling. It's time to demand more first night back kind of sleep. Stop tossing and turning and talk with your doctor about how you can seize the night and day. And visit SeizeTheNightAndDay.com to learn more.